Welcome to Diary of a Cheap Dairy Farmer, where we talk all things dairy sheep, from breeding to lambing to milking and everything in between and outside. I'm your host, Becca, owner, operator, and glorified farmhand of Hidden Hollow Sheep Dairy. Good morning, guys, and welcome back. It is crunch time on the farm. We are a week away from lambing as I record this, and by the time it posts, um, probably two to three days from lambing, and we have been busy. It always seems, no matter how hard we try, we never seem to get everything done in a timely manner. In a perfect world, I would be cleaning out my barn within, I don't know, a month before lambing so that it would have time to kind of like dry out. Our barn has a dirt floor and which is really nice because it soaks all the gook into it rather than like laying on top of the straw. But we never seem to get anything done until the week before lambing starts. This year we actually were almost two weeks ahead of, t ahead of schedule. So I call that a win. It is times like this that I kind of miss when we only had eight sheep and they needed no help from us for lambing. No real prep was needed, basically because I was so green at shepherding that I had no idea what I needed or what I was supposed to do. Since then, I have learned. We went from lambing out our small flock on pasture to lambing in the barn. The first year we lambed inside, and I use that term loosely because we still let the ewes lamb outside and then brought them into lambing jugs, which at the time were set up in the old horse stalls of the barn. Three ewes to a stall with their lambs. It wasn't ideal and not really how it's supposed to work, right? Then we wised up and had the sheep lamb in the riding arena and set up jugs for them to go into with their lambs for some bonding time. Now we have a really good system down, even if we're not quite on the ball for getting everything done. Over the last two weeks, I have spent a lot of time in the barn. First, I had to move out the November moms and lambs. They won't get weaned until March 1st, but before I could do that, I had to sell off the rest of last year's lambs, who really aren't lambs anymore. For, so the first step was picking out the nine ewes from that group that I plan to keep, haul the rest to the sale, then move the moms and lambs with the nine keepers into that outside pen. After that, it was time to tear down the barn. And while I wish that was literal, I really do need a new lambing barn. This one is falling apart around us. It really just means taking down all the paneling and fencing, all the T-posts, all the jugs and alleys to get ready for my husband to run our loader through the barn and clean out all the old straw, hay, and poop. It's a couple days process, and I really do have to wait for him because that loader barely fits into our barn. He might, in some spots, have three inches of headspace between the rafters and the top of the loader, and in other spots, he barely has an inch. I refuse to go into the barn with it because if that thing comes down from getting hit, it's going to be on him, not me. <laughs> but once we get all that done, it's time to put the barn back together, which means resetting up all the jugs, separating the maternity ward, which are where the moms about to have lambs go, from the nursery, which is where the moms with lambs go, from the jug area. 
And this usually takes me about two days. Um, thankfully this year we only had to tear down half the barn so I was able to get it done in one day which was rather nice for me. By the middle of last week we were ready for business. I brought the flock in from pasture and separated the ewes who were due to lamb in February and March with my new sorting chute that my husband built me and I am telling you guys best thing in the world. This, this, oh it was just amazing. I did 250 some head of sheep by myself in one hour. That never happens. With two of us, it is usually like a six hour day. It was just, oh, I, I'm, I'm still giddy over it. So those ewes that I brought in that are going to lamb in February and March, they're going to stay in the barn and then everybody else gets to go back out on pasture. Now that the ewes are in so I don't have to worry about them lambing where I can't see them, which wouldn't bother me so much other than of the hundred ewes to lamb out, about 75 of them are first time moms. Not the best planning on my part, but it is what it is. I really have a love-hate relationship with first time moms. It's always so much fun to see what their personality is when they lamb, but they tend to be a little stupid when it comes to the little bean that they just popped out. They tend to be a little harder to bond with the lamb. And I found that first timers, they really don't like their lambs nursing usually takes a bit to get them used to the feeling, but I would say once they figure it out, my sheep are easy lammers for the most part. I rarely have to assist in any kind of way at all. It's, it's just really nice. So with the easy part done, sheep into the barn and all accounted for, now I should say this doesn't usually happen. Even with this group, we didn't have all the youths show up. I'm missing two of my older youths and about 10 of my 2023 ewe lambs. And it could be for any number of reasons. For the older ones, could be bad health or old age. The younger ones, predators, stupidity. Um, you know, we unfortunately, where I am pulling down all of our fence to replace it, mainly because we have sheep that will get tangled in that fencing. It unfortunately, it happens. As much as we hate for it to happen, animals do die. We can't control everything. And I know the risks when sending my sheep out to pasture that some may not come back. It sucks, but it's life. I also sold off quite a few of my 2023 lambs, which could account for some of those 10 missing. Um, I did not keep the best records when I was selling things off. And so I'm just having to go by a head count. And in all honesty, I'm not expecting very many of the ones I did keep to lamb. So I'm guessing my numbers will be closer to 80 ewes lambing. Anything that doesn't lamb is going to go right into my May breeding groups. So now that the barn is cleaned and the sheep are in, I take a lot of time looking over my supplies. I have a pretty extensive list of lambing supplies. Some are for actually lambing, but most are for post lambing. And I'm sure there are plenty of things that I could add that I would need. I just haven't had to yet. So first on the list, colostrum, milk replacer, and electrolytes. You never know when you will have a ewe that hasn't come into her milk yet, or in case of a really older ewe, may never come into her milk for any number of reasons. Or you have a ewe that doesn't recover well from lambing. I like having the electrolytes for those cases. I have also over the last few years been adding a little molasses to my ewe's water once they are in the jugs. 
A little extra sugar for energy never hurts, and it does seem to help them bounce back a little bit. I keep a prolapse harness and spoon that I have thankfully only had to use once, and I hope never to have to need it again. I also keep gloves, thermometer, and a resuscitator. Gloves and lubricator for the obvious reasons. If I need to pull a lamb, thermometer for checking temps of moms who don't seem to be doing as well right after birth that has nothing to do with the regular difficulties of lambing as well as for checking temperatures of lambs that may seem a little lethargic or aren't wanting to nurse or for whatever reason they just don't look right. And then I also have a resuscitator for lambs who need their lungs cleared of fluid. Thankfully, this one is not one I've had to use very often, but I do like having it just in case. I do keep a couple medicines on hand. Penicillin for any infections that you might have after birth. Um, I have Covexin 8, which is the yearly shot that we give our ewes, and they will get it. So all my ewes get their Covexin 8 booster when they lamb, and then the lambs get their get their initial shot when they're three days old, and then another shot at 30 days. Covexin 8, it's basically your CDT with five other medicines included. And I know a lot of people give that usually when they the ewes are about 30 days away from lambing, and then they just give a booster to the lambs once they're like 30 or 60 days. We've tried that and have had really bad success. My lambs, especially when we band the boys, tend to end up with tetanus, and that is a very, very horrible thing to have to go through. So with us giving the shots at three days old and then 30 days, we have not had any issues since we went that route. So um, I'm not telling you how to do things. I'm just telling you how I do things and how other people do things. And you just have to decide what works for you. I also keep dewormer. And I know there's a lot of controversy over deworming your sheep. My sheep get dewormed yearly. They are on pasture 99% of the time. Every two years, we switch up the dewormer, and so far, we have been parasite-free. I know there are those who say you should never deworm your sheep unless they show signs, but this has worked for us, and our flock has been parasite-free for eight years. So, don't fix it if it ain't broke. For lambs that may need a little bit of help from the start, I do have a few things that I use. For cold lambs who may not have gotten up to nurse right away or maybe mom walked off after she had her second lamb, I have a heat pad with a cover and then it's basically a little whelping box that we used when we had mini dachshunds and then a heat lamp and towels. I place the lamb on the heat pad in the box, cover his body with the towel, leaving his head out and then put the heat lamp above him. This way he warms up from underneath and above usually takes about an hour or less for the lamb to warm up enough to take a bottle and get back with his mom. I keep bottles and nipples on hand to feed any lambs that may need it, be it that mom hasn't come into her milk yet, mom rejects a lamb, I can't f find who mom is quickly enough in the middle of the mob, or any other reasons. I also have a tuber in my lambing kit for those lambs that just can't figure out the nursing process. It's not my favorite tool, but it is a necess necessary one. A couple other things I keep on hand during lambing season are needles and syringes for aforementioned shots and vaccinations. 
I have a scale and harness to get weights on the lambs at around 24 hours old or as close to that as I can. It's always a struggle to get weights when they hit their 30 day and 90 day marks. I just couldn't hold the lambs in the harness. So I never got a good idea of how well they were growing other than just eyeballing them. But for Christmas, my husband bought me a large animal scale to go under the sorting system he built me. So now I have no excuses to get all the weights I need for my records. I have ID tags for the lambs. Boys get a blue tag in their ear with mom's number written on it, and girls get a red tag with mom's number. I've seen people paint their sheep, using lambs with correlating numbers, and I really like that idea. I'm just not sure how well that would the paint would stick to my ewes that don't tend to get shorn until after the February lambing. It's always something I keep in the back of my head, though, to use eventually. I should probably use it on, like, my... my May, June groups, but I'm so used to this system, I never even think about it. Along with the lamb tags, I also have my RFID tags. All adult ewes get an RFID tag. This is something we have been slowly converting our flock to over the last two years. The tags we have aren't the best. They tend to get stuck on fencing and pulled out. So rather than waste them, I only put them in the ewes once I know who has made the cut and who will stay on the farm. The RFID tags are not required to sell sheep in the U.S., just scrapies tags. And while you can get RFID tags with your farm scrapie ID on them, it wasn't an option with the supplier I went through. So this year I have changed suppliers and all my RFID tags will also be scrapie approved so I'm not having to buy two tags. With the tags, I have my tag applicators. I also have rubber rings for the boys and the applicator for that. Any boy I don't consider ram material gets banded at 30 days when they get their booster shot of Covexin 8. And then we also band tails on all the boys and girls. I also keep a bottle of Corid for my lambs. We had another sheep farmer renting our dairy barn and pastures for a while and his lambs ended up with coccidiosis. And we didn't find out until they were almost done with treatment. Unfortunately, he kept those sick lambs in our lambing barn and ever since we have been battling it with our lambs. My November group was the first group in a long time that did not end up with a case of coccidiosis. And I'm guessing it had to do more with the below freezing temps than it did anything we've been doing to get rid of it, as much as I would like to think that we're getting a handle on it. The last thing in my lambing kit, so to speak, is my milk machine. I've seen other people call it a nanny or a milker, automated milk machine, whatever you wanna call it, it does the same thing. It raises my bottle babies. In a perfect world, I would never have a bottle baby. Mom would raise her lambs without any interference from me, but I don't have that perfect world. So I have my milk machine to give me a hand with orphan lambs, rejected lambs, or a triplet that mom can't raise. This is why I hope all my ewes have twins and no triplets. So I did a quick Google search on lambing kits to see if there was anything I didn't have that other people swear by. And there were a couple places that you could buy a ready-made kit, such as Premier One Supplies or Valley Vet Supplies. Even Amazon had one. Imagine that. As for individual supplies, I saw a lot of posts on towels or blankets for cleaning off the lamb. I'm not against it. i just rather have mom do it. And I don't want to take off any of those fluids that mom is going to use to know that that lamb is hers. 
buckets. I'm not sure if this was for grain. Um, some people mentioned using buckets with warm water to wash off mom. I can't say I've ever done that or really even seen other people do it, but it, it came up in my search, so maybe it's a thing. Uh, rope halters. If your sheep are trained to a halter, that would be fabulous. Mine are not, and I'm afraid it would be a rodeo that everyone would come out on the losing end of if I tried to put a halter on my sheep. Um, two big ones I saw were iodine for dipping navels. Again, absolutely nothing wrong with this. In fact, it's recommended to prevent joint ill. It's probably something I should be doing, even though I've never had a case of joint ill in my lambs, knock on wood, and lamb blankets. I've seen them around, though I've never used them, and I have been thinking about trying them out this year for those cold February nights where a heat lamp isn't really needed, but something more than the straw and mom's body heat is. I saw a lot of people, especially over in the UK, list a lambing rope. I wasn't sure if that was like a lead rope or harness of some sort, but turns out it's just a rope to pull stuck lambs. I don't think it's a bad idea, but knowing my luck, I'd lose the rope and have to use my hands anyway, so I'll just stick with my hands. All right, guys, I am going to wrap this one up here. I'd love to know what are your top lambing supplies? What is in your lambing kit, your must-haves? that I did or didn't mention? What's something you really wish you had but you don't? Let me know. And I appreciate you being here and thank you for your support. I would be ever so grateful if you would leave a review or share this podcast with your dairy sheep loving friends. Anything to get the word out. As always, you can find me on Instagram at Diary of a Sheep Dairy Farmer. And if you want to follow the chaos around the farm, you can find me on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok at Hidden Hollow Sheep Dairy. Thanks for being here, guys. We'll talk to you again next week.